1: If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's really easy to use, you guys. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today.
2: We have a whole squad that can really hoop and get the job done. We've got a win a win. It's simple, simple, simple for us.
0: The first team ever in the 74-year history of the NBA to come back from being down 3-1 twice in the same playoffs.
1: Nuggets down one into Murray. Here we go. Ten seconds. Burry. Your kid, your kids. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast on your Denver Stiffs network. We are working to get it on the Stiffs, same feed, I promise. It's just taking a little bit longer with everything going on. So be patient with us, but I really appreciate everybody who's been listening. Um, we had record numbers last week, actually, Riley, believe it or not. And on the Anchor app, you can actually... Um, Click to sponsor the podcast. Ooh, we I had, like that option. Yeah, we had our first sponsor.
2: Oh shoot! I, know.
1: I didn't tell you. You didn't tell oh. me. This is news, guys. And like y- good <laughs> news for me. Though. Yes, <laughs> you can actually choose like how much money you want to sponsor the podcast. So like they, you can choose like I want to give them a dollar a month, or I want to give them a dollar a week, or two dollars a month. So this person chose like nine ninety nine, I think, so ten dollars a month. And that's dope. Super sweet. Like that was awesome. Made my day. So whoever you are out there, really appreciate it. And anybody else who wants to go out there and sponsor the podcast, that will absolutely help us in providing great coverage for you. And um, that's what we're here to do. And also to entertain you, which I hope we always do. It seems like we did last week, at least. We got a lot of listens last week. So really appreciate everybody spreading the word. Keep it up um, and just really... Really do appreciate you guys. Actually, because of the word getting out and stuff, we had a new person on the pod in our second segment. So you'll get to meet Hannah and the second segment of the pod. And Hannah is the girl who dresses up with her husband as the two yolks at, at Pepsi Center. So for Jokic, right, the two eggs. They've been on the Jumbotron a ton. So check out that part of the pod in the second segment. But today is a really important day. We can't move on until we honor Lord and King Himself. I can't. (laughs) Not during Hanukkah, right? This is is, is inappropriate for during Hanukkah to say that. It's disrespectful. I don't think the Lord
2: (laughs) is in the Jewish dictionary, so I
1: think you're good. (laughs)
2: Lord,
1: King, uh, Leader. Uh, Nikola Jokic. It is Nikola Jokic Day, everybody. On this day in 2016, against the Portland Trail Blazers. In fact, um, special fun fact: against the Blazers, who they will be playing tomorrow and yeah. next week. And um, Nikola was inserted into the lineup for the first time, and they really, the Nuggets really like decided to give over the reins to Nikola at that point, and the Nuggets won that game. In case you were wondering, one twenty to one thirty-two. So the Nuggets won with one thirty-two. Interestingly enough, at that game, I'm going to read you the starters. Okay. And it's going to be it's going to blow your mind. The starters for the Blazers that night. Okay. Damian Lillard, Mo Harkless, uh, C.J. McCollum, Mason Plumley, and Noah Vonleh. Mm-hmm. on the starting roster for the Portland Trailblazers on December 15th, 2016. That's crazy. Noah Vonley and Mason Plumley just left the Nuggets, and both were acquired by the Nuggets way later. Or, I mean, Plumley not way later, but Vonley way later and only for a short time. So, interestingly enough.
2: <laughs> that, no, I think the crazier part is, how is that already four years ago? Why do I remember that line so well? Am I getting old? Like, what the heck? (laughs) Right? Wait, that's even crazier. Like, 2016 seems so long ago, but that lineup you just read, I was like, wait, they were in the league? They were in the league? They were in the league? Wow. That's weird. Right? Yeah, that's super weird. So, Jokic is, like, kind of new here. Yeah. Well, and honestly. That is so crazy. The
1: starters for um, the Nuggets that day are even crazier. You had Danilo Gallinari, you had Wilson Chandler, those ones aren't crazy, okay, Gary Harris, also not crazy, Emmanuel Moudier and Nikola Jokic, but you had on the Nuggets roster that day, one Yusuf Nurkic, who is probably a starter for the Portland Trailblazers today or tomorrow, Um, but Yusuf Nurkic on the Nuggets. What an game. upgrade for the Nuggets. <laughs> Man, they really chose
2: a good decision that night.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, really interesting. So that's kind of why the Nurkic-Jokic is kind of a, a good storyline coming up into this Portland Trailblazers game. That was the day that Jokic took over Wait, Nurkic's job.
2: Was that the team with Kenneth Reed? Yeah. Oh, see, we knew that, we knew that guy. <laughs> he could dunk. what was it, Manimal? Yeah, the Manimal. Oh, yeah, the Manimal. The Manimal threw down some good ones. He was fun to watch. I, I loved him. the Manimal. I yeah. loved the Manimal. He was fantastic. He, he was, was a,
1: a favorite, favorite. favorite, even way out east. Wow. So, well, wow. that's impressive that you, you knew the Manimal. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Barton was also on that team. Jameer Nelson. Oh,
2: Jameer Will. Magic? Jameer? <laughs> oh, shoot. Yep. I used to love him and do k
1: Yeah, it was uh, crazy times, crazy times back then. But um, the times got more sturdy since then for the Nuggets. And Jokic has obviously been um, our Lord and Savior, as I already said. Or no, uh, Lord, Savior, King, and Leader. Excuse me. Basically, the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we worship him. No, just kidding, Again, inappropriate during Hanukkah, I'm so no, sorry. It's
2: okay. As long as it's not Moses with Gucci. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, funny enough, the Nuggets actually face Portland tomorrow in their second preseason game, and um while I think like most regular seasons, we think of the preseason as like kind of a whatever um, games and just time for the teams to get their chemistry down. I think for the nuggets, it really is important. Um, be- Coach Malone himself has talked about how there's only a few preseason games before the regular season. And so they need to take them seriously. Uh, we saw, you know, Dane played like 20 plus minutes, maybe almost 30 minutes in his last in his preseason game the other day. So we know teams are taking it seriously, right? Um, and I would say with a uh, few teams being the exception, maybe like the Lakers, the Heat, who really went a little bit even longer than everybody else. So really do need that break for those guys. But And while I do think the Nuggets need a little bit of a break, I think they're taking these preseason games seriously. They're really going to put their best foot forward and and they're trying to get a win. You know, they're trying to get their chemistry down for sure. What do you expect to see? in tomorrow's preseason against the Portland Trail Blazers?
2: Mm, I, I think we're going to see a lot of different um, pairings of some of the new guys and some of the old guys. I think Malone seemed to want to keep testing out um, Monte and Faku. Faku, I bet. <laughs> um, I think maybe we'll be able to see more bo just because he didn't play so much in the first preseason game. Um I feel like we're not going to see as much of Jokic and Jamal. Yeah. Um, Jokic went out there and played really well in that preseason <laughs> yeah, game. Like did. I was like, wait, this man is like bowling right now. Um, yeah. I think the times we'll see those guys, the most is probably going to be when um, take experiment – the core guys with some of the new guys and yeah. kind of test that out but I think it'll be a fun game um probably before the first preseason game I was like Jenna like why are you so hyped about the preseason and, like <laughs> you just like kept talking about the preseason I'm like dude you know what the preseason is it's preseason Season. Right, right right um but after watching and we got to watch it together um I see that it is important, and I think it's more important now more than ever because they only had a week of training camp. Mm-hmm. So this is really the time to start building chemistry and foundation. And I think with seven new guys on the Nuggets, that's really, really important right now.
1: Yeah, and I think we did get to see some really, like, shiny moments. I would say Zeke Naji stood out to everybody oh, yeah. in a pretty pretty big way in that first preseason game. So I mean, not only are we getting a chance, a glimpse at some of these new guys, and okay, I didn't know he could do that. Okay, I, now I see him along so and so, alongside so and so, and that really works. Um, so all of that pieces into it um, for sure, just in general for the team, but the Nuggets and the. Portland Trail Blazers really are officially rivals you guys. I am making it a thing. I'm going, I don't care what you guys say. Guys. They are rivals. I saw Altitude's poll and I don't give a shit. It cuz everybody wait, What did it? Altitude asked if like n- the n- who the Nuggets rival were and most people voted for the Utah Jazz. Er wrong. Sorry guys. The Utah Jazz are old news. We are wow. on a
2: new level. We're on a new. But level. Portland was worse than the Jazz. You're not hoping your case here. But I think Portland's a better team now than the Jazz is now. False. I just think you're wrong. First of all, what it looks like from the outside is the two mountain cities. Duh, they gotta be rivals. So they're the <laughs> only ones that have mountains in them. 'em. Two. Um I have a Donovan Donovan Mitchell versus Jamal Murray. Does it get any better? Yes. Nope. We saw the best of the best this playoff, so it was proof. <laughs> Three, it was, like I just said, not only Jamal and Donovan Mitchell, but that was one of the best playoff series anyone's seen in a long time. That justifies a rivalry. And I don't think Portland got that much better. That's my case. And, okay, two things.
1: Denver City, because we're in the mountains and us being compared with Utah because they're in the mountains – is the worst way, like the only common denominator between these two places. Utah is the most like conservative place ever, and you think Denver is the most liberal place ever. Okay. So, and I is, don't think Denver is the most liberal place ever, but I do think it's more liberal
2: than Utah. Well, that, we're like hippies. Yeah, you, you, you got like, hippies versus the Mormons. What's better <laughs> than that, guys? <laughs> hippies versus the Mormons. I mean, all I just I just came from a uh, since I'm from South Carolina. A lot of people from Utah and South Carolina started this little slogan that appeared on ESPN and a bunch of other outlets. But basically when BYU got scheduled five days before to go play Coastal because their opponent got COVID. So BYU went to Coastal and the slogan was the Mormons versus the mullets. <laughs> Come on. Is that not amazing? Like picture a Mormon next to a Southern mullet. Yeah. That is great. But seriously, on the outside, looking in, like, yes, having gone to Salt Lake City last year and now living in Denver, they are polar opposites. You have totally right, different so people. Why? But, but at geography wise, it's the same <laughs> kind of except Salt Lake actually has the mountains in their city in Denver. Well, you have to you. drive out like an hour. But I like if you're anywhere else in the U.S. besides Utah and Denver, like, I mean, Utah and Colorado me, did they look that different from that side? <laughs> no,
1: it's offensive. Offense?
2: I mean, people say that about North Carolina, South Carolina. I mean, they just call us Carolina. I'm like, bro. I have bro. actually Once.
1: said to you multiple times North, North, North Carolina. Carolina. So, like, so. can you really be offended
2: right now? No.
1: I have. She's oh, like, God. I live in South Carolina. And then two minutes later, I'm like, so when are we going to North Carolina? And she's like, yeah, South Carolina. Yeah, well, I'm okay. so <laughs> sorry. But let me tell you, there are a lot of connections with um, – I mean, great storylines with the Portland team, too, okay? You have Dame versus Jamal. Dame Dame, or Donovan Mitchell? Dame. All day, every day. That's, Everybody that's takes Dame. That's the problem,
2: Jenna, is Dame is, no offense, y'all, but way higher than Jamal right now. Absolutely he is, but if that's great. We don't want Jamal going up
1: against Donovan Mitchell, who's at his level or below him. We want him going up against real competition. To ESPN,
2: he is higher.
1: Well, we all know that ESPN gives no love to the small markets. Second, Jazz is
2: a small market.
1: <sighs> Go ahead, that buddy. That doesn't actually help. Yeah, that doesn't Go really ahead. help my case. But still, Jamal won the battle between him and Donovan. He did in win. In the playoffs. He did win, and he I'll showed win that. that he's better than Donovan Mitchell. Right then and there. It's time to move on. He needs a better, com- a better competitor. And Damian Lillard is a step ahead of him. You're right. And so I a think... Couple. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's fair. You also have Ennis Cantor, who no during the playoffs two years ago, he like was such a crybaby. I mean, Nuggets fans hate this guy. He was tweeting about the dirty play the Nuggets had. We all know Nuggets. Nugget. The Nuggets are like the least dirty team.
2: Yeah.
1: I have never seen. I mean, I
2: would never. Nicole probably like be goes 30. and
1: helps people up off the ground from the other team. I don't even see anyone in the NBA do that stuff. Nah. Same with Monte. Monte will help a teammate, like, a opposing team. Plus, that's one of, like, Denver's, like,
2: main problems, being too nice.
1: Um, Yeah, that is true. That is one can't of can't call ass
2: either way but too nice.
1: I lo- so, people hate on Ennis-, Ennis Cantor, and he's back in Portland, which I think Denver people will remember that anger. And Ennis Cantor cooked them a little bit in that... Um, series last year or two years ago in the playoffs so Wait,
2: he cooked
1: Denver on I mean offense? he had a couple good
2: games oh man that's not and good. then he acted
1: like he was injured I don't actually remember his stats but I remember him being a big storyline um man,
3: but loves I, to talk.
1: yeah he does love to talk you also have the use of Nurkic Nikola Jokic whole beef like um Nikola on this day in history took over Nurkic's job and then Nurkic got traded and Nurkic walked out of a game in Denver in the like walked out because he was pissed. And so there is actual some like, Ooh, I like some that. anger there, right? That's some fun. Also, t- Nurkic wore a t shirt during the playoffs last two years ago when we were playing against Portland in those playoffs. A T shirt with like victims from or like war well War, war survivors or something like that or people who had died in a war that was against Serbia. And he wore it the day he played against Nikola. Like, That's dirty. It was a little shady. There's That's always dirty. like this little bit of shade. There's also a moment, a video clip where you can see Nikola trying to high-five Nurkic and Nurkic totally blows him off and then Nikola high-fives himself. It's cute because Nikola is funny, but um, yeah, it was it's shady. So there's shade there, right? There's that little battle. You also have Gary Trent Jr. and uh, Michael Porter Jr. who played in AAU together, played against each other, had a great bubble off with uh, against each other.
2: That's a great storyline. I mean, what more do you want? I want you to see that the Denver Nuggets are much better than the Portland Blazers, And the team that you should strive to have a rivalry with at this point is the Dallas Mavericks. You might be
1: right. You might be right. But I don't know if, if the Nuggets are ready to take on. The Mavericks are like a real actual franchise. Like a real franchise. The Portland Trailblazers and the Nuggets are the same. We don't have a G League. We're we're like the same. We're both hippies.
2: <laughs> a lot of hippies in both places. But as far as basketball levels, I think that Dallas, it's going to be between Dallas and Denver for that third or second seed and -hmm. that's what I think is going to happen and I feel like I feel like it'd be better for Jamal to try to live up to Luca than to Dane because there's something a big difference there Luca's a winner dame wow i
1: thought you were saying there's a big difference between jamal and dame and you're saying that luke there's a big difference between luca and dame and you're calling luca higher than dame
2: oh my god with my eyes closed (laughs) without a doubt that man is ruthless he's a winner he can so is dame what has he won what has luca won luca has is a baby he can't even drink (laughs) He's so, a baby. And he came and drank, and we saw, like, to me, watching the Western playoffs last year in the bubble, Dallas was the second-best team in the West. To the Lakers. To the Lakers. And I think this
1: you year – You think the team that lost to the Clippers, mm-hmm. who then lost to the Denver Nuggets, uh-huh. is better than the Denver Nuggets and the Clippers and every other team in the West except for
2: the Lakers? 100%. Oh my God. And I am – So confident this year they're going to prove it. I am so confident Luka's about to be MVP, which is something Damian Lillard has not won. Luka. And I think that they were just really banged up. And they showed their potential. This year everyone's going to see it. And I think if I'm sitting at home and I'm the Denver Nuggets, I'm not looking down at the rankings. I'm looking up. Mm -hmm. And I'm challenging myself and my team to argue the people like me mm-hmm. and show that they are better than this team because they beat that team that beat them. And people aren't giving them the potential praise that they feel like they deserve. So yeah. they, and Jamal, who had one of the most historic playoff runs ever, and everyone's giving the praise to Luca. These are little motivations they can use, and I think it's gonna be great, great basketball when we watch it. They both play great. European fundamental basketball, and I love it. <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know if it's fundamental when you have guys like throwing full court passes and stuff. It's a, it's a little bit more a, fun than fundamental. Like capital F U N. It's
2: a, it's a it's a long distance outlet pass.
1: But it's more fun than regular fundamental outlet.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, when you got an arm like that.
1: And I like, I would say same thing for Luca. Luca is more than just fundamental. He's fun. You know he's really fun to watch. He and there, I, I agree. I think that the in the sense that I think that the Mavs are a better matchup for their rival than the Jazz. Well, at least we agree, right? That the Jazz aren't their as rival.
2: much as you.
1: Can we just <laughs> try to argue that the I Utah don't jazz, the jazz are jazz. not your rivals? You always bring them up <laughs> because I just want to make sure that we're on- at least agreeing in that. <laughs>
2: Jenna, I don't think there's been an episode where you're not trying to like. Dagger the Jazz. (laughs) (sighs) I'm just tired of them being always
1: compared. But the Nuggets are playing the Blazers, (laughs) not the Mavs tomorrow. And I still think the Blazers are are a better rivalry, but definitely a fun matchup. So stay tuned for that game. That'll be really fun to see these two teams match up once again. And how much did Dame have on the Nuggets the last time they matched up? He had 45. So let's just hope he doesn't go. So for that's 45. where your
2: big head for Dame comes from.
1: Dame always goes hard against the Nuggets.
2: But name something on his resume.
1: He's Dame. Dame Dallas the rapper. He uh, sent has sent many a teams.
2: Yeah, oh, yes, home. in the first round.
1: In the second. So <laughs> rings is part of your um. Categorizing.
2: 100%. If you're not winning, what's the point of playing?
1: Okay. So you're still MJ over LeBron?
2: <laughs> that argument is just hilarious, but yes. Okay. MJ forever. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're from North Carolina. Just S- kidding. S- 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 <laughs> I just did it on North purpose. North Carolina <laughs> is the mecca of basketball, which is only three hours away from me. Just saying. <laughs> but uh, not that reason. also because he was just coached so well by the – the greatest coach of all time, and Dean Smith. So here we go. At the greatest university of all time at UNC. And then he just became this amazing player who Portland missed out on. Yeah. And picked a nobody in front of him, essentially. That's one of their specialties.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And you want those guys to be your rival. Well, for our last
1: portion of the show today, before we get into that interview with Hannah, um, we're going to play a little game. Oh, yeah. So, Riley's new in town, and so we're going to play which Nugget is most likely to, and then fill in the blank. I think she's underestimating me. Yeah, I definitely am, because I bet you have a good reason. But you have to give a good reason for why you've chosen the player. Okay. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be basketball-centered, the reason, you know. Like, you can have external reasons for why they might be one of the best players. So, the first one, I, I mean, we have to start here because... Um, It's Tuesday night, and you know what Tuesday night is.
2: Taco Tuesday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and Uh,
2: The Bachelor. Oh, right. And The
1: Bachelorette, right? Mm -hmm. And so tonight, The Bachelorette is happening, and I want to know who, um, which nugget is most likely to
2: be or try to be on The Bachelor. See, I don't think it's close. I think there's one guy who loves this show secretly. (laughs) And who loves it so much? He even picked a girl to date off it. What? And that's gonna be Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> oh yeah! I yeah, think yeah. his little pretty boy self would <laughs> love to be on the show. So much so that he picked Madison Pruitt to be his girlfriend right now as far as they know, we know I mean, they don't publicize it but i did see they were on a dinner date recently i've been, I've been searching yeah. and um keep following i am i yeah. am gonna keep an line. eye i'm on interested that. <laughs> to be honest but um he definitely would be the one who's on the bachelor is the bachelor i think he loves the cameras he loves the spotlight and he's just that guy me. actually i have a fun fun story about mvj about like four years ago i had a MPJ fake account follow me on Instagram. Whoa, you pretended to be MPJ. Really? Yeah, true story right there. But <laughs> I knew who he was. Did he slide? Yeah, he slid. It, it was uh, weird. Fake MPJ sliding into DMs. I I Don't worry. I, I knew because I knew who it actually was. I think he was just trying to steal his image because of the looks. So right I, right I, right. I think people think he's attractive, but definitely the guy to go on the Bachelor. bachelorette. See, I I was gonna go with Monte Morris. <laughs> You're kicking yourself
1: now. Huh? I I
2: thought for sure you were
1: gonna go with Monte Morris. Actually, after Mon- your story,
2: <laughs> it does make sense.
1: Well, I just think Monte is one super likable. Everyone on the team likes him. He's also very friendly. He has lots of friends. Uh, the, I mean, everybody, even the new guys, will say like he's the one who reached out to them. And he's got a head on his head on the shoulders. He's a little bit older than the other guys. You know, MPJ is still in kind of like his fuckboy time, right? Well, that's where the drama comes in. Well, that's true. That's true. It might be suitable. Uh, Other
2: people don't create that stuff.
1: Right. Well, I just think Monte is like actually looking, you know, could be looking for love and maybe it would work out for him. So that would be my nomination. Next up is which Nugget is most likely to get a technical on this roster that we have now? Because there's a lot of change in guys. Which guy do you think is the most likely to get a technical? Hmm. I guess the first tech of the season.
2: The first tech of the season. That's, that is tough. I'm gonna go with Faku. Really? Yeah. Why? Because after watching some of his um, press conferences, it doesn't seem like he knows English that well, and I feel like maybe something could slip up that could be taken the wrong way and the, the rest, like, what'd you say? And then be like, "Tech for you. Faku. Like, Faku. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There was definitely somebody who was like doing the
2: we will, yeah. we will, Faku. Yeah.
0: I definitely think that... should that definitely
2: be a thing. That song. should be a thing. You gotta get that going. But, that that's my guess. I mean, that's a fun answer because I think they're all really nice guys. Like, too nice. But, yeah. uh, that's... Not because Faku in any way has is a mean or a bad person or anything like that. Just like but he, it seems like he could rub somebody the wrong way. Enough. He could. Or like annoy somebody. Yeah. Know? and I like, think
1: Faku might cause the first technical <laughs> of the season. True. Like he's I like can't imagine. Out. I'm, I'm get, thinking tomorrow night, like he could just be annoying, like a pest, you know? What if he just pesterizes Dame so much until we see Dame pop? That'd be crazy. See,
2: I don't think it'd be Dame. I feel like it'd yeah, be no, CJ C. C.
1: McCollum. Cool.
2: I think it'd be CJ McCollum.
1: Yeah. He, he could get
2: rattled. Yeah. I mean,
1: it really would be Yusuf Nurkic, but he won't be getting rattled by, likely by Faku. But <laughs> just because of the size difference. But it'll be great to try to screen grab that tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I w- I'm going to go with Nikola Jokic for my choice because, as a lot of people know, I'm surprised you don't have this opinion of Nikola. But a lot of people think that Nikola whines too much about technical or about fouls. Hmm. Whines too I never much, noticed that. It. Yeah, a lot of people. That's a big impression I would say that people have of Nicola is that he cries too much about the fouls. And he definitely did more. I don't think he did so much last year. I think he's finally kind of come out of that. Um, I don't remember seeing it as much last year for sure, but I would say Nicola. He's definitely close every year.
2: I feel like I mean, what would get Nicola in trouble is his like, sarcasm.
1: No, he, like, compl- he'll be, like, oh, you'll see pictures, like, screen grabs and stuff of people mm. who got it. I would have never like complaining.
2: complaining. Yeah, he's whining about the
1: call. Yeah, he doesn't do it. As- I think he's gotten better about it, for sure. it has got a little LeBron in him. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, all the greats should, right?
2: Well, not the, the good follow. LeBron. <laughs> the one with the picture of him, like, crying with his <laughs> eyes squinted. Like, that's what, that <laughs> Not LeBron. the good LeBron. Not the good
1: LeBron. Uh. All right. Tougher. Same, still on The Bachelor because, I mean, it's on my mind. I really want to be watching it, to be honest. Same. <laughs> um, But, I mean, we actually find kind of bonded over the fact that we watch trashy TV and sports. That's all we watch. We just yep. watch so much sports that we need a little drama in our lives, you guys. So we like The Bachelor.
2: We like to watch it, not cause
1: it. <laughs> not cause it. <laughs> who wins, which player is most likely to win The Bachelor? I mean, MPJ would go on and be like THE Bachelor, right? But who would win it? I'm thinking Jamal. Mm.
2: I think he has a lot of charisma, genuine guy. It seems like, and uh, yeah, I think I think a lot of girls would go for that. Mm-hmm. I, I think he won. Yeah,
1: that's a pretty good answer. Maybe my answer. Just to, for the sake of not picking the same answer, I would also I will go with um, PJ Dozer. Oh yeah, you gotta love PJ. PJ's so nice. He's so nice. like he's Southern gentleman.
2: Southern gentleman. Totally. And he, did you see his post game outfit? The pink. The pink? It was Sa- great. It said say, the Boobies." It was <laughs> so cute. Yeah. I just loved it. He has
1: sisters, so you know he treats women oh, right. Yeah. You know that. You're that's right. Part of that it. is a good PG, one.
2: Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. He's sure. just good up there.
1: Okay. Um, which nugget is most likely to get a triple double for the first triple double of the season? Don't and you can't pick Nicole. That's not Nicole. That's the point. Uh <laughs> I'd probably say Faku.
2: What? Yeah.
1: How? What is he getting a triple double in? Passes and what? Assists and passes, yeah, And steals? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. What other statistic can he get <laughs> passes I, and assists then, and <laughs> I... <laughs> you know, we're counting those twice, right? That's how he's gonna get his triple double, because I don't get it. <laughs>
2: it's blocked and that's He's going to get blocked now? <laughs> um They probably counted for steals because he be went, like... I know. <laughs> I'm just picturing uh, could... coming. I like could see block. steals.
1: He could get, like,
2: steals, right? Okay. Maybe double get <laughs> digits and steals. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking assist, easy money. I'm thinking yeah. pop a few threes, easy money. Okay. I'm thinking... As hard as I saw him play, and as feisty, I think he can grab 10 rebounds. Really? I really do. That is is a lot of faith in this man. I mean, Nate Robinson and um, Bugsy, they were good rebounders. Yeah. And they were tiny little fellas. Mm -hmm. And they could rebound. (laughs) So I'm saying that this guy is right there. I think he could really do it.
1: Yeah. That would be interesting. I like that answer. And if you if that's the happens, that's gonna be crazy for him. Like oh, it's, not, gonna, it's for, gonna happen. I'm yes. I feel it. I feel it. That's gonna be crazy for the team and for I mean I think it'll be eye opening because we were listening to that first game in Golden State. We listened actually to the Golden State broadcast mm-hmm. and um they really were kind of rough on
2: him. Yeah, like, they were. They were. They were kind of rough on everyone. They were looking inside this Golden State bubble and just thought they were living in heaven or something.
1: But um yeah. they called him small yeah. quite a bit. They talked I mean, about oh in Europe you can travel
2: but in US oh, yeah. you can't they said he that. got caught for that like, oh you can't do that here in America. Yeah. Um he did look so myopic very, very small on the court in that game. I mean, yeah. But um it didn't change the way he played. It didn't change the way we expected him to be in um uh, I'm just so stoked about him. I just love how hard he plays. Yeah, that is your type of guy.
1: Yeah. Believe it or not, Riley, I think you and Coach Malone have a similar type of guy when it comes to basketball players. I don't know. I'm not because uh, <laughs> like... Baku is a Malone guy. <laughs> She's
2: just. I, I, I gotta think. I'm still trying to figure out this Malone guy. Out, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just give it more time. You'll get. He'll yeah.
1: He'll rub off on you. You'll figure it out. I'm gonna go with. I mean, I, I honestly hope it's Jamal Murray. I hope he gets the first triple-double mm-hmm. of the season or even Michael Porter Jr. I think it's Jamal Murray makes more sense just because he's definitely on the floor longer than and almost anybody aside from probably Nikola. And um, I think that it would be cool if it was, you know, like this was his moment to kind of come up and say like, you know, all that stuff you said about me, being inconsistent and stuff, that's not how it's going to be this year, so... I hope it's Jamal. But um, we all know it's gonna be Nicola anyways. Yeah. So. Easy. Yeah. After, yeah, after Nicola. Yeah. After Nicola. You got Faku. I got Jamal. Hopefully both of them will get one this year. Um, last couple, most likely, nugget most likely to paint their nails if they ever could
2: or ever would. The and the Corolla. <laughs> Without a doubt, that man is definitely the type for fun would paint his nails. Probably at a post-game conference for fun if he sells the nail polish. Right. That's just how I picture it happening, honestly. But I think it comes down to the color. Yeah, you're right. If, if it's black, I see a lot more doing it than probably what most would imagine. But if it's red, it takes <laughs> yeah. a special kind of man. <laughs> yeah, you
1: really do have to be like pretty confident yeah. if you're going to go for another color. But yeah, I agree. If, if everybody... If black was a thing and, like, guys just painted their fingernails black, I think they could get into that. Or maybe, like, a color scheme, like, gray. So. I've
2: seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some dudes with uh, black fingernail polish, so... I don't mm. think it's that That, that crazy. crazy, yeah. Or,
1: I, I kind of hope that things like that, that are, like, just gender norms and stuff, begin to kind of diminish in some ways. At least, like, stupid ones like nail polish. But like,
2: just let anybody do whatever they want. Like, let them have their vibe, whatever their vibe is. If guys start wearing... Fingernail polish, and that means I need to start wearing fingernail <laughs> polish. No,
1: because it's not your vibe, you know. Maybe that's not your vibe, and it is some a guy's vibe, but it doesn't have to be like based on. Whatever. But
2: like, am I gonna date someone who has way better nails than me? I don't know. No, that's pretty. <laughs> yeah you're looking at him like jesus that looks so rough. No. and the worst part is jenna asked me to go get my nails done with her today and i said no and she's probably looking at it like why I mean, my nails you not look
1: pretty pretty yeah, yeah and you're looking like, at mine
2: like this girl they're ready her. for
1: the holidays like, the lady even yeah. put some gold i see cycle. that yeah, it's, yeah. it's five, that, that, was, five that was her decision not mine but it's a little girlier than i normally go for i went with a green so again i again. normally
2: do light colors like yeah, yellow, like, target blue.
1: Nugget most likely to hit a, the first game winner of the season. Definitely Jamal. Jamal? Without a yeah. doubt. Okay. I don't know how many j- game winners he had last year, but I know Napola had several.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, that's true, <laughs> but there's one time that comes to mind, and it's the series versus the Jazz, and it's engraved in me. Yeah. And he was clutched, Jamal, or so.
1: Yeah. He's definitely, like, a fourth. Third quarter guy, fourth quarter guy, like, he's, like, got some late game energy for sure. So, I could see it. I hope MPJ gets a game winner this year. I think that would be big for him. I think it's totally possible. The real question is, will they ever run a play at the end of a game that would trust him with the ball?
2: I could see when he's really hot and maybe Jamal or Nikola isn't and they go to him. I think it's definitely going to be...
1: Yeah. Option. I do hope that it's in like that it's a moment where like it'd be cool if it like came from Nicola or Jamal, you know, like they, where they say like no coach, write it up from MPJ because he's hot right now, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Um just because you know, kind of them recognizing his position in the team and part of their their threesome there. Um Nugget most likely to get annoyed with the media first you watched a lot of media
2: clips I did Um, I'm gonna go with Paul Nelson hmm that's my guess any reason particularly that you want to share the man's old yeah he's done with them he's kind of over the whole media thing yeah Um, that's probably my guess right now
1: yeah I could see that happening, especially because I can see criticism coming his way this year. Oh, it's it's, hard.
2: it's coming, it's yeah. coming. There, I think there is a very good reason why he didn't talk after the preseason. Game. Yeah,
1: um, I also th- had uh, Jamichael Green up there on the list just because after his first media session at training camp, he posted on like Instagram or something about the media in Denver being crazy, and I what? was like. I feel, something like that. I don't know if crazy was the word he used, right? From but he LA, said, like, yes. it was wild or something. And I was like, what? Like, Denver media is soft AF. Like, nobody asks hard questions. Nobody makes anybody feel uncomfortable. So. That boy's
2: never going to New York.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Last one. First player, or Nugget, most likely to get the
2: first 50-point game. Jamal. Jamal. I think he'll do. Multiple times. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, we saw it in the bubble. I think we should see it again, Um, especially if things stay like they are without fans. I think replica of that scenario and that's um, surroundings, Mm -hmm. and so maybe he could have a little bit of success there. But I, I hope that that's not the case. Like, it's not just limited to when there's not fans around. You know, Jamal really does get lit up by the fans. He gets a lot of energy from the fans, so... He could do it. He almost did it against the Celtics, and he went for, I don't know if you remember this game, a couple of years, two years ago, he shot the ball, like, he had, like, 48, and he shot it at the last second, like, um, just to see if he could get the 50, and um, Kyrie took the ball and chucked it into the stands in the Pepsi Center. Oh, shoot, I do remember do that? that. Yeah, so, it pissed off Kyrie. Oh, no, everything
2: <laughs> pisses off Kyrie.
1: Well yeah these days um, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah so I do think Jamal could could be that guy that's who I had on
2: my list too so. especially if it's against our great rival the Jazz.
1: boo 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 I'm not in agreement with that portion of the take but okay so next up you guys are going to hear a quick little interview that we did with Hannah Melman um, Hannah and her husband um, but they dress up as the two Jokic um, the yolks that go into the stadium so at Pepsi Center or Testicle Arena or Ball Arena, whichever, whichever you're choosing. So, check that interview out next. For all of Nuggets Nation, I mean, I think people know you probably as the egg yolk couple maybe <laughs> i don't know how would you think
3: people identify you with before you give us your real name <laughs> yeah jacob said yokies um i've never like felt the need to sort of give us our own special name but yeah we do wear giant eggs with yokich's face in the middle so
1: yes those are awesome honestly i like as soon as um, he sent me that picture. I was like, I I know exactly who you guys are. I know exactly the (laughs) section you sit in. I mean, it's ridiculous.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, no, we love those egg yolks. And yeah, I mean, uh, we've gotten some fun attention for it. So (laughs) gotten up on the jumbotron and like, it's just fun to have, um, you know, friends at the game who are like, oh, I just saw you. Or, (laughs) and of course the biggest highlight being that Jokic signed my egg, which was like, that's my cool. highlight of the season. When <laughs> did do that? Um, that was the last game of, um, I guess the 2018, 2019 season. Um, so they were spending a lot of time because it was like fan appreciation night, um, the last home game of the regular season. So um, they were just going around and uh, signing all sorts of stuff. And I just threw my egg over the um, tunnel. <laughs> And uh, I don't think he got it, though. I've always been curious, like, does he understand the pun? And I feel like it probably doesn't translate.
1: Um, (laughs) I don't know if it'll translate to to him. But if I get a chance, I'll ask him if he gets it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I would love that. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Man, do you remember if they won that night?
3: Yes. I want to say we beat the Spurs that night. It's always a good night. I think we beat the Spurs um and then like went on to play them in the playoffs. Right. Yeah,
1: that's awesome that you guys came up with that. I heard you had some like other costumes.
3: Yeah, so uh I made for the next season. Um I didn't sort of know the details. I knew I knew that we had drafted Bulbow. I didn't know that he would go on to <laughs> uh play in the G League instead of on our roster, but he had a sweet um Suit on draft night with like this big spider web on it, um, and so I got like a sport coat from Goodwill and like um, I don't know, puppy painted the the spider web on it. Yeah. So I so we have that kind of like fake bubble sport jacket with the spider web on it um, that has yet to be debuted because he never played for the Nuggets. <laughs> And so we're we're sitting on that one Um, and I made like a blue arrow headpiece thing um, that I wore like during the bubble days in our backyard but um, (laughs) has yet to be debuted at Fall Arena. (laughs) That's some real dedication though as a
1: fan to like still be making them even if nobody's going to see them still making
3: the costumes. I love going in costume. I think the NBA could do some more costume. Uh, You know, NFL fans like go totally crazy for their games. And I know that there's a fewer number of games, but I just, I love the spirit. And I mean, we have some fun players and like creative names on the team. Like we can get punny and make some really good costumes. (laughs) I'm disappointed that we got rid of um, Mason Plumley because I just feel like the mason jar and ball arena like there was so much potential there
2: <laughs> there really is there really is
1: so
3: where'd
2: you like come up with this idea of like wearing costumes and so i'm new here so i had jenna filled me in and it sounds like a pretty good idea so
3: how do you get started into that um i can't say like anything specific except that like before i lived here i was living in new orleans and new orleans is just, like, a fun, spirited costume city. Um, So I've always been into costumes. It was just never channeled in the NBA direction until (laughs) two years ago. Um, And I don't know, probably partially because Jacob, like, had great seats at the game. And I was like, we got to wear something more special than just, like, some blue and yellow. (laughs) We need to, you know, show our true fandom. and especially like because we were so excited about Jokic and the egg yolk just really spoke to me and they're so easy it's like it's so cheap and it's so fun yeah. <laughs> I love it we yeah. need more fans like you for sure Denver needs more fans like you yeah for sure <laughs> well we've definitely like started to notice other people, you know, I mean, the Joker costume is definitely around the arena. I think a, a, there might be a couple of Jokers. Um, but I mean, I know there's a lot of games, but I just feel like the costumes are, I don't know, it's even more fun to wear than just like a jersey. And, and people enjoy it. We want to put smiles on people's faces. That's a nice thing to do, so. Yeah. Did
1: you did you get to do any of the like bubble experience as a fan?
3: Um, yeah, no, we we did like the fan experience for the first game I want to say of the playoffs, um, and it was just like super goofy because it was at like 11 a.m. and we were both working, and so we were like trading off. Like somebody had to be wearing the egg in front of the screen at the whole like the whole time, but like he had to take a call and I had to take a call, and so we were just like trading off and um, just like a funny experience with sort of like the lag behind the actual game i don't know if you guys like experienced it but um it was it was a goofy time and like i feel like we were in a section with like a bunch of 10 year olds which was really fun (laughs) um but we got to wear our eggs which was uh yeah it was nice to bring that back out and feel the spirit again
1: yeah So wait, could you actually interact with the other fans that were in your section?
3: Yeah, I mean, most people, like, chose to mute themselves and, you know, just kind of be there and watch the game. But I don't think um, 10-year-olds have that sort of Zoom etiquette. So there was just one cutie in there who was just like, we need to play defense and score 12 more points. And, (laughs) like, it was 100% accurate, but... (laughs) You're like okay everybody else is muted in here but you go ahead
1: oh no i would definitely watch like on loud i'd be screaming no. at the tv like let's go let's meet each other we're gonna all do this thing together for the what do you guys think minutes. turn your mics <laughs> <Yeah>. on
2: <laughs> i want to hear critiques i want to hear who you want to fire i can and like I'm totally gonna... see myself like starting to like commentate
3: like don't <laughs> worry guys i got you
2: i got you yeah
3: yeah and it was a like if I'm remembering correctly, it was like a pretty wild first game because like the 10 year old was right. It was like, he was like, we need to score 12 points. And it was like, oh, we did just score 12 points like in the last two <laughs> minutes in Nuggets fashion. Um, Cause everybody was like, ah, oh, shit, we're gonna lose. And then the 12 year olds like, no, we just need 12 points.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so wise, so wise.
1: Yeah, that's awesome that you got to experience that. So I want to know, what's your take on the team this year? Like, do you think that this team has improved from last year? And are they going to be actual contenders?
3: I have been thinking about this question. And I have to say, like, with my whole heart and spirit that I love this team. And I have really high hopes for them. And it's probably not based in in the (laughs) stats. that Denver Stiss is publishing, but um, I, no, I really, I love the core group that's coming back. I think the new guys are like fun and spicy, and there's just a lot of um, great personalities, and we've always been a team of great personalities, great culture. I heard you guys talking about, you know, Monte's contributions to the culture of the team, and I think for the Nuggets specifically, which is why they're so easy to love, it's like, They're just such a great group of guys, and and, um, they just seem to, like, really enjoy each other and really enjoy playing with each other. And, um, you know, we might not have, like, the star power of other teams, but we've seen all the crazy shit they can do, you know, in single games, in playoff series. And so um, I have really high hopes for them. I'm really excited about that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that, I mean, I think they're an exciting team to watch, right? Whether we know what they are really (laughs) or where they're going to get to the same place that they got to last year. I think no matter what, I mean, you can't have any more fun on a team. You have Monte Morris, you have Bobo. Are you kidding me? And MPJ on the same team that could be and Nikola Jokic. I mean, there's just too many fun pieces and we haven't even talked about Jamal Murray yet. Like, it's just too much fun. Too much fun on all the, on one roster.
3: I want to I want to wear my Bobo Spider jacket, so I'm trying to see him in the action this year. Yeah, I agree. I
1: really hope he has a an actual role this year, which sounds like he had a pretty good um pretty good camp. So, hopefully we see him in a little bit more of these games cuz he didn't play too much in the first preseason game. I was disappointed, but Yeah, that was weird yeah I thought because people were like
2: hyping him up like a couple days before so I'm like oh this dude's about to get some minutes right
1: I kind of thought he should have played more too I thought he was gonna play more whatever but who knows Malone has his ways right
3: (laughs) yeah I'm about to see a lot of the other new guys which I'm pretty excited about
1: yeah well I have a couple more questions for you one do you think when you think of coach Malone do you think he is a defensive minded coach
3: (laughs) I already know this is a hot topic because I listened to the episode. (laughs) Yeah,
1: right, right, I know.
3: (laughs) So I think the answer is yes, with the caveat of he has room for improvement per Riley. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
2: but she didn't say it as confidently as she did about the team. how she's like her whole
3: heart. (laughs) Like that one sounded like less like... Yeah, we need to work on our defense, whether or not that says something about... Coach Malone's brain, like <laughs> uh, I don't know where his head is at specifically, but I know that our team needs to work on its defense. So um, I will I will leave it at that. I I hope that's a focus, and um, yeah, I think we have a lot of like quick uh, spunky guys who can play defense. Um, it's not the players that we relied on last year, but um, I have hope. I probably have more more hope than your average fan, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, we appreciate all your time and um, just have one pretty serious question left for you. Um, You know, this was actually a heated topic on the pod today. My question for you is, what nugget do you think would paint their nails?
3: I'm going to go with Mm Chanchar. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Black
1: coat. Any reason why or just think you just think he'd be up for it because he seems like he's fun?
3: I just feel like he's going through like a sort of image transformation. He's like working out, like styling his hair. Yeah. Um, nails might be next. Ooh,
1: I could see it. I, he did have a pretty fancy hoodie on in the press conference the other
2: day. So. I love how she picks up on this things. Like yeah. I would never to think about like their hair and like <laughs> oh that's
1: but um, I love that answer. Yeah, Black Co, Pretty good, pretty good choice for that answer. I could see it happening. He did, um, he loves watching The Office. That's what he told me last year. He just, Riley doesn't like The Office. She's more of a Friends kind of gal.
3: Does he watch the U.S. or the British Office?
1: U.S. Oh wait, they US. have
3: two? Yeah,
2: they <laughs> two
1: <laughs> oh versions my God. of The Office. <laughs> Why two?
3: do they have two of
1: this show? <laughs> they have two versions of The Office. The oh. British version and the American version. And, um, he did the little, like, quiz, you know, that you can do on Instagram where you put your face on and you see which office member you are. Oh, and no, um, this
2: man's too big. <laughs> well, I made him
1: do it, so oh, it's not okay. his fault. But um, And he came out as Dwight, so, you know, he's he's pretty,
3: pretty funny guy. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Is there chicken nugget swag? <laughs> where can I get a chicken nuggets t-shirt right um I don't
1: have any swag yet there's a couple t-shirts though that I've designed too that actually are like nuggets centered with just my little logo like on the back so I'll, I'll get them out there awesome I can't wait all right guys that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the chicken nuggets podcast